You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey, party people. Welcome back. Hopefully yesterday or maybe even today, depending on when you're listening to this, you all have been so kind and just you're overflowing with kindness. That is how the spirit is flowing out of you. Um, that's my prayer for you all is is that as you're listening to this and, and you're asking God to, to really manifest the fruit of the spirit in your life and you're asking him to show you that not only you notice, but that other people notice as well, not as a, a self-gain and a, um, a self-praise and I'm so... I'm so awesome kind of thought, but that you get to give God glory in that. Like my hope is that when you're you're praying for these things and you're seeing them lived out and then someone mentions it and brings it up and says, hey, like that was really kind of you. Or, hey, I've noticed that you've just been a lot more at peace recently or, you know, fill in the blank that you can praise God for that and you can take that time to share with them that, yeah, I have been more at peace, actually. I've I've been praying about it, and, and God's been good in answering it. And so that in those moments, we're giving God glory for that. Um, I think that that's one, of my, that's one of my favorite things to get to do, is to just, in the small, unexpected moments where we get to give God glory, there's just such a sweetness there and an intimacy that we feel with the Lord that um, I think is really unique to that time when we get to give Him glory for how He's answered a prayer in our lives. So um, hopefully that's the case for you all. That's what I'm going to be praying for you. And today we are going to talk about the next fruit of the spirit, which is goodness. And when I started praying about this, um, I was like, goodness, goodness, this is hard. Like, good. What does this, Brandon's laughing at my corny joke. Um, But seriously, like, gosh, like what? What is goodness? Like, what does this mean? This is tricky because uh, good means pure hearted, like void of malice, void of deceitfulness, um, no selfish motive or intent. And like that is hard to come by. Like the, there's a, a rap song. Imagine that. Where Andy Minio says, why do the good die? that only happen once. And I I personally have, have lost people very extremely close to me that I, I love dearly and still um, miss often, honestly. And so I'm not at all trying to make light of the fact um, that, that people pass away and that loved ones die that, that we love and we're were really um, awesome people and and so fun to be around. But if you if you think about it, like that is true. Like there was only one pure person that died, right? There was only one, and it was Jesus. Um, I joke with with Brandon a lot. You know, also the saying that why do good thing or why do bad things happen to good people? Um, and and there's really no you know, good person out there. I typically say it though when, when like it's a, it's kind of a sarcastic situation. Like we go to Walmart and they're out of the Pop-Tarts that I like and I'll just 
in a very dramatic tone, say, why do good things happen? Or why do bad things happen to good people? I always get it wrong, too, which shows that like I should just stop whining and complaining because I can't even get it right. But moving on, goodness, diving into the Bible. Um, so we kind of going on the same thought or line of thought that I did yesterday with, with defining kindness as what it is and then what it's not. I wanted to do the same with, with goodness. And, and so if goodness is, is purity and pure heartedness, then the opposite of good would be deception, right? And so we see if you go back to, I haven't talked about Genesis 3 in a while. I talked about it in my earlier podcast. But if you go back to the very beginning to Genesis, we see God saying, "I God created this and it was good, right? He created the heavens and the earth and saw that it was good. He created male and female in his own image and saw that it was good. And so for a short time on this earth, we saw good happening, right? We saw men who were living in goodness. We saw saw men and women, Adam and Eve, who were who were living with God and there was goodness there. There was purity there. There was a pure relationship. There was no deception um, before before the fall, which the fall is is what we in the Christian world refer to as as when Adam and Eve sinned. Um, before this happened, we see that they, they were naked and, and unashamed, right? The Bible even even says that. And so there was just this purity there that honestly we can't even comprehend, just this goodness there. And um then, of course, in steps Satan, right? Who is like the, the father of lies, the, the father of deception. And so if you think of the opposite, just at its most basic, like when we say, what is the opposite of good? Evil. And whenever I told, I was, I was studying this and, and I said, oh my gosh, the opposite of good is evil. Like, this is why it's good. When I read it, I felt so weighty. Like, how do I even, how could we even be good, right? Because the opposite of this is evil. Like, it's the root of hatred. It's the root of anxiety. It's the root, right? All of all of these things, like the root of it ultimately um, is not of God. And if it's not of God, it is evil. Because God in and of himself is good. He truly is. Jesus is good. Romans 3.12, and I know that this is this is quoting Psalm, but Romans 3.12 said, All have turned aside. Together they have become useless. There is none who does good. There is not even one. And it, and it goes on to talk about um, just how, how we are not good. As humans, there's no human that is good apart from Jesus. But we see Satan, we see this all, if we go back to Genesis, we see Satan being so deceptive and evil and twisting something that was so, could have been almost there. Like it was almost there, but he twisted it. And that telling Eve, you know, you can, you can be just like God, right? You can basically be God. If you just eat from this tree, you will have everything that he has. You will know everything that he knows. And so 
we see him twisting this and and bringing in half truths and see him deceiving for his own personal gain, right? Because Satan loves destruction. Like that is what he is after. He is out to steal, kill, and destroy. And so personal gain for him looks like destruction and destroying. And that's what he did in the garden with Adam and Eve. And so one thing I want to make sure that I'm never communicating in this podcast when I'm telling us to be who we were created to be and to be like Jesus, um, I want to make it clear that I'm never telling us to be Jesus completely or to be God. We cannot, we will not be them, right? But the Bible tells us to be like Jesus, to to grow and looking like him so that we can reflect him and point back to him. But just want to make sure that we're clear that, that we're never going to be Jesus, we're not God, but that's that's what Satan is trying to to tell this this creation of like we're supposed to be like him and we're image bearers of him. Him, Satan twists that and says, no, 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 no. Like you can be him, and that is a lie. So when there are areas in our lives where we are trying to control every single thing, well, that's an area where we're being like God. When there's an area where we're trying to to know every single thing before we move forward, like I, I just, I'm, I'm not going to move forward in faith until I know every single thing. Well, you, you can't, right? Only God can know all things, and so that is being God, not being like God or being like Christ, and that's not what we want to be. So the opposite of Satan, we see Satan be deceptive. Well, goodness looks like showing us that we are not good, that we are not God. Like that is is what goodness is now, is what Jesus did. He came to us to show us that we are not like him and we need him. He came and he lived a good life. He lived a perfect life. And that is what we truly need. That is what is good, right? So we we have Jesus who is so good and so needed. And may we never forget that. Like it's so easy to think of Jesus as, as just a good person or as sometimes even thinking of him as, I don't know, the world can, I don't even want to say, but just different things that the world can like portray like Jesus as, but like, no, he truly was good. You know, like the world will one way describe him. People that aren't followers of Christ will, you know, say like, yeah, he was, he was good. He was a good guy. I like. The irony is they don't even know like like they're what they're saying, right? Jesus truly was good. And the irony is he is the only one who was good. So even in trying to say who he's not, they're they're saying who he is, right? He is good and he came and oh, we desperately we desperately need Jesus, right? To be like him. There's no other way to do that. Um so Remind yourself today that anything that is good comes from God. Anything that comes out of you that is good is from Jesus. And and I think that there's this this thing called common grace. And I know Brandon's telling me that that I'm getting close to time, but there's there's this thing that's referred to as common grace, which is where 
believers and non-believers alike, like they, like God is so good and has so much grace that, that he just, he just gives and, and you don't even necessarily have to be a believer to experience good things or, or pure things, but to truly be good and to be pure, we can't do that. Jesus had to do that for us. And so when he comes, dies for our sins, resurrects and gives us new life when we we confess our sins and put our faith and trust in him as Lord and Savior. When that happens, he gives us his righteousness. He he literally is giving us his goodness. And so out of that goodness, with that spirit dwelling inside of us, that is how we can truly have pure motives. That is how we can truly not be deceptive. That is how we can be good. And so today, my prayer, my hope for you is that you can be who you were really created to be like back in the garden, like how we were originally intended and created to be with that good, pure relationship with the Lord and just um, no deception, no deceit that can you, you can walk in that today and, and you can, you can be good and you can live that out and you can ask God what does this mean? What does this mean for me? How do I live this out? Because that is who we were created to be.